schools in session. This is Recruiting Daily's Sourcing School Podcast. Real talk about recruiting, sourcing, and <clears throat> cyber sleuthing. Hot takes on sourcing tools, recruiting tech, and anything we want to talk about with no filter. It's time to level up and put your sourcing pants on. Here's your dudes, Ryan Leary and Brian Fink. All right, Mr. Fink, we've got Mikey Wheel with us today. What is going on, Mr. Fink? Nothing much, man. It's a lively day in the Fink household. Uh, Maddie is running around, so if uh, anyone here is a screaming five-year-old, I promise you that I am paying you more attention than I am paying her. But you are a bachelor this week. (laughs) Yes, yes, I am. Ryan, what's going on with your world? How are things shaking up? Oh, not much, man. Just fishing, kayaking, doing my thing, and the family goes away Sunday, so for four or five days, I will be a bachelor, and in between work, I will be fishing. Or it could be in between fishing, I will be working. But we're not here for, for our stories. We're here for Mr. Mikey Wheel. Uh, Mikey, what's going on, my man? How's it going? Thanks for having me. Uh, yeah. Excited to be here. Yes, glad, glad, glad to have you on. Hey, look, before we get before we kick off, we're going to be talking about breaking down the strategy behind LinkedIn and Indeed. Shirt, you can't see him on video, but he's got, Fink's got the shirt. How to source, message, and connect Without credits, I know that's everybody's pain in the ass that they need to fix. But before we get into your secret sauce behind what you do, uh, break it down for us. What's your strategy, if you can, behind LinkedIn and Indeed? Sure, sure. Uh, If I run out or just in general? Just in general. Yeah, yeah. So I love Indeed and LinkedIn. I'm on them pretty much an equal amount. Um, I, I love Indeed. I set up resume alerts for all my recs, my evergreen recs, everything like that. You know, first thing in the morning, I'll, you know, go through my resume alerts. I'm a big believer of, you know, if I'm the first one reaching out to these people, I'm going to get them in the door before, you know, my competition is going to. Um, I also can source for a whole entire rec for an hour or two just off of Indeed resume alerts. So I really like that. I like Indeed because when people respond, you get their email and phone number right away and you can follow up that way. LinkedIn, sometimes through in-mail, you go back and forth for five days trying to get their contact in for a resume. So I like that. Um, and then LinkedIn, I just love for its networking purpose. I just hit my 30,000 connections, which now I'm regretting and uh, going back on. But uh, yeah, LinkedIn, I just love for the networking. I love for that part, um, just referrals and all of that. And uh, yeah, I think they both have their own strengths. There's no doubt, but I, I use them on you know, each computer pretty, pretty evenly. Hey, Mikey, um, I want to ask you about the 30,000 connects is that um, on LinkedIn, and maybe I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm always ahead of myself. Um, I've got the 30,000. I keep backing away from 30,000. There's an option to engage something called creator mode, which would, um, instead of showing your connections is from what I understand, will only show those people that are following you. Have you thought about engaging creator mode? And if so, you know, what are the pros and cons and and why have or haven't you done it? Interesting. I didn't even know what that was. I know that people can follow you past 30,000. I'm just glad it's not called influencer because then I definitely wouldn't care to do it. But the fact that it's creator, I like that. Um, For me, I think I'm trying to go back on my 30,000 and delete because for me, why I connect with people on LinkedIn is for the contact info. I'm great with people search engines. I'm good at really good at finding people's email and phone numbers. But more anybody I send an email to, 
I like to request to connect with them on LinkedIn. So the next day when they've accepted, I know that's the right email. I know that's the right phone number. I know that I can send them that free follow-up message over chat. So for me, I'm trying to go back on that 30,000 so I can really use it to connect, you know, and, and really get those first degree connections. Um, but creator mode sounds cool. I mean, I'm always trying to get creative on LinkedIn and post some fun stuff. I, I post my daily tips and tricks on there. So I think that would be a, a cool thing to do just to have, you know, some followers and uh, an audience that way. All right. So something that you and I will follow up at at our next conference is uh, creator mode and whether or not it's something to really engage individuals in, in the community and build their, and build a following like a, an influencer. Um, actually about influencing, I guess that brings me to one of the things that I enjoy in my everyday. Um, and that is Mikey Wheel's tip that he puts out there. Mikey, where'd you come up with the idea for the tip on like, you know, how to connect with people or like most recently about how to go into the ATS or not to go into the ATS? What's your, what's your genesis on, what's your genesis point on creating that kind of content? Sure. Yeah. So last year, I think maybe halfway through the year, I was posting a daily tip and trick. Um, I, I just love helping people find jobs. And somebody asked me why I like recruiting. It took me two years out of college to find a job. I was out of work for six months last year. I've been on the recruiting side. I've been on the job seeking side. So for me, I love sharing my knowledge. And, and last year I was sharing a daily tip and trick. And then I was like, let's go for one day a year. Let's go for one business day a year. Let's do it that way. I want to help job seekers. I want to help recruiters. I want to point out the simple things that people don't think about, you know, you tell a job seeker, hey, you want to go work for Apple, connect with an Apple recruiter on LinkedIn, send them your resume, what jobs you're interested in, why you're a good fit. And, and job seekers go, I, I'm allowed to connect with recruiters. And I'm like, yes, like they want that. They want that. That's easy for them. Um, so for me, I'm doing the daily tips and tricks. And I haven't mentioned this really yet. Um, not that it's that big, but I'm actually at the end of the year going to be taking each of them and putting them into a desktop calendar for next year. So I'm compiling them right now. I need to find out how to publish them. But come like October and November, I'm going to start selling desktop calendars for 2022. And whether you're a job seeker or a source or a recruiter, each day you're going to rip off one of the tips and tricks and it will just kind of help people uh, think outside the box, try a new strategy every day and things like that. So I just like sharing. I'm, I sometimes run out of ideas. Sometimes I'm like 10 days behind, like right now, and I have to catch up. Um, uh, but I have the whole list compiled. I'm always using Control F to see if I'm repeating something. Um, and it's a great way to share other resources too, other communities to check out, conferences, uh, other people's books and things like that. So good way to kind of get everything out there and uh, people definitely find some value in it which has been nice and you know it brings attention to things that people don't know about and uh yeah i just gotta i'm, I'm, I'm more than halfway through the year now so i think i have what four months left to go yeah about, yeah. yeah it's about it yeah. so so mikey so mikey tell, tell me this you're you're we, we were going to talk about what we're going to talk about how to source a message and connect without credits on linkedin what are you doing to make yourself successful there so yeah, uh, indeed in LinkedIn, let me see. So yeah, what, what I'm kind of you know presenting about and what I like is, so I recently started to run low on my in-mails, right? And that happens to all of us. A lot of us work on high volume and or evergreen recs. So you know we have to send out 
a couple hundred messages here and there. We might spend one day looking at 2000 resumes on LinkedIn and sending them out. So what I really wanted to talk about is what I'm doing right now is, is being conservative, being frugal with your messages and, and kind of taking it that way. So one of my strategies is uh, using the other, uh, other platform, of course. So if I'm running low on LinkedIn, I'll go over to Indeed for a couple of weeks and kind of work off of those messages or vice versa. Another great thing I don't think a lot of people know is on Indeed, you can actually send free messages to veterans. So that's another great way to do it too. You can use the filter for veterans and you can message them and it doesn't count as any actual messages. Uh, Hell on- yeah. I, didn't, I did not know that. That is interesting. That is a yeah. takeaway. Yeah, great yeah. feature. And then LinkedIn... Yeah. LinkedIn, I think it's a little harder to filter, but it will give you a little pop-up bubble. On LinkedIn, you can send a lot of free emails to people. So you can go on Recruiter, and I think you can filter by first first connections. That way, those people are all free. Um, not only that, you can also, I think, send messages to people for free who, I might be wrong, who are engaged with your talent brand or open to new opportunities. You'll see on there, it will say like, this is one of your 800 emails left, or it'll say this one's free to send and here's why you know, look at that bubble and kind of learn who's free, who's not free. But I think nobody understands how many relevant first connections they have. Even if you get a new role across your desk for a full stack developer, and you're like, I've never worked on this role. I'm not connected to these people. You're probably connected to at least a couple hundred from college, from networking events, from people who change career paths, you know, use your first connections, export your database of first connections, use it as a kind of extra CRM, filter it, use control F, find those people and, and reach out to them. First off, hey, good, Mikey. good on Indeed for, for giving that option. I did not know that. And I, mm-hmm. I think that's, that's, awesome. that's fantastic. Um, go ahead, Fink, I cut you off, you take it. No worries. So Mikey, what I wanted to add to your um, kind of, you know, talking about free messaging on LinkedIn, a lot of people don't know that if people have a paid LinkedIn account, a premium account, that you can message them for free. So if they've got the little gold LinkedIn icon, you you can send them an email for free, whether you're in LinkedIn recruiter or whether you're in free LinkedIn. Perfect. Perfect. And that is, is that something you can filter more? You look out for that gold, gold symbol. You got to look out for the gold symbol. There's yeah. yeah, I I wish there was a way to, uh, to do a JSON or to do some kind of JavaScript to find that. I guess I would, I'm waiting for Irina to publish that. (laughs) I was going to say, yeah. Print out, print out a little key and put it up on your desk of what each symbol on LinkedIn means so you can know what they mean. It's like a different language. Stenography. Is that what it's called? Anyway, yeah. So I, I like that. I also just like that's them. So like, I got to be honest, if you're looking, there's a thousand Chrome extensions and paid places to get people's phone numbers and email. No doubt. There's a ton of them. Some might be even more verifiable uh if that's a word but i i i suggest there's two ways two ways to get people's contact information that i love so you come across somebody on linkedin you're running a little bit low on messages you're like i don't know if i want to use a message on this one uh you can go up to their url on their public profile and i always go off their backslash so if my backslash just said mikey wheel uh, 32 and that was my backslash with no symbols no letters, uh, no like extra letters or numbers, then that's probably going to be their Gmail account. I like to tell people like 90% of the world has a Gmail that is first name dot last name. My name's pretty unique. So like, or not to like, yeah, my name's pretty unique. So like my Gmail, even though it's not, might be Mikey.wheel uh, at Gmail. So try out their Gmail, 
uh, try out their backslash and plug that into Gmail. And if all four of those little symbols light up in the bottom, even better if a picture lights up, then you know that that's their email. If that doesn't work, try that's them. Uh, try looking uh, for their phone number and email and that's them. And, and another big thing I would say is if you find a new people search engine, white pages, uh, that's them, anything like that, plug in your own name. And if your email and phone number that pulls up is accurate, take that as a hint that like that's a pretty good people search engine and start using that moving forward. All right. So Mikey, you, um, I, I just went ahead and went into that's them because that is one that I haven't used. Um, I love the fact that it has my, the purchase price of my home. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> um, I, I actually, um, okay, this is cool. I appreciate that. Thanks for that. Thanks for the, so we've got two takeaways so far. We've got the veterans on, on indeed we've got, that's them. Mikey, what else do you what else do you have to share that is actionable that somebody can use immediately today to bridge the divide or to to jump um, to jump the in mail? It's a great question. So uh, this might be a little bit of a stretch, and this also depends on where you work, what it's like, all that good stuff. One thing I recommend is this: is say you just started at your company or you've been there for a long time. Another great thing to do and to drive kind of referrals is talk to the other sourcers, talk to the recruiters, the hiring managers, and get them to kind of engage their first connections because they can get their emails and all of that. So something I did at a company I worked at, I went around to all the sourcers, the recruiters. I even went around to some friends that were in benefits and compensation. I had them all export their LinkedIn databases, their first, edit, first degree connections, and give them to me. And I compiled in my first week there an Excel sheet of about 30,000 people. And then I use that to source. So say I'm looking for full stack developers, I use that Google sheet and I see, oh, you know, Brian is connected to 60 of these people. I'm gonna ask him if I can get, you know, their email from him, or I'm gonna see if he'll reach out or if he'll send them that free message on LinkedIn. So that's another way to do it. Um, and then also, you know, uh, work in your ATS, can't recommend that enough, low hanging fruit in ATS. Um, check everybody in your ATS. I mean, if you work at a company where you've already engaged most of that talent in that area, or you know that you're working at a big company where you get a lot of applicants, cross-reference. You should cross-reference cross people anyway in your CRM and ATS, but look them up in there because they might have applied six years ago and there's their email and phone number. And then you don't have to pay to you know reveal that on a different Chrome extension or website or service like that. Also, HiRachel has a good plugin where I think it gives you one Boolean string for free a day and a couple emails or phone numbers for free. That's another option. Oh, man, that means it's over. You've been listening to the Recruiting Live podcast by Recruiting Daily. Check out the latest industry podcasts, webinars, articles, and news at RecruitingDaily.com. 